Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. Here we are, episode 9. In this episode, we are going to hear about your favorite part of the pottery making process. Working with clay, especially making functional pots, requires certain steps. But I bet if you really looked at the details, every potter has their own unique way of doing things. And it was really interesting to hear why people liked a certain part of the process. To start with, we'll hear from potters that couldn't pick just one part of the process as their favorite. Then we'll hear why a majority of people like the throwing or forming part of the process. Next, we'll hear about trimming, carving, glazing, and decorating. And at the end, we'll hear about opening the kiln and a few very specific or different parts of the process. Let's start with the people that love everything about making pottery. Lucia C. said, It's all so beautiful, the shaping, the trimming, the glazing. Each part is magic. CHC Ceramics said, I love making, but I always feel as though my favorite part changes with my mood. Learning and teaching are pretty steadfast, though. Pitch Pine Pottery said, Throwing, watching the clay change color as it dries, trimming, carving, opening the kiln to a glaze firing, the entire process holds promise, mystery, and magic. Karen S. from Facebook said, Can't pick just one favorite part of the process. Each part of the process is my favorite, but my least favorite is wedging. Jamie S. from Facebook said, The entire process, because nothing is more satisfying than to start from scratch and end up with something that has been created by both earth and being at the same time. There were a lot of responses about the throwing or forming part of the process. Melissa Youngbluth said, Building, the very first part of the process. I zen out the best at that stage. Dawadat Ceramics said, Creating at the wheel, that first process of getting the creative juices going. It's a zen moment for me to be in my head. Mrs. Mabry, 1130, said, My favorite part of the process is definitely shaping the clay after it's got its height, because you get to play with it a little. If you don't like it, you can change it. And the meaning behind it goes far beyond just shaping it. Carol Clarkson said, Throwing. I love the moist clay on my fingertips taking on a new shape. Amazing. Kim Kalin said, Throwing. It's my little zen meditation. Me, clay, wheel, and nothing. Two Frogs Studio said, After I have centered and opened and bring it to a cylinder, the possibilities open to me to shape it is the magical moment. It's also the hardest part, too. It's up to me to bring out the beautiful form or to destroy it into nothingness. But the cylinder and its infinite possibilities. Another Seattle artist said, Throwing for sure, followed closely by opening a glaze or luster kiln. Muddy Duck Pottery said, I love throwing, but I can't repeat too many forms at a time or I get bored. Ginger Bar Hefe said, Throwing a ball of clay into a shape and then trimming the pot, period. Dislike glazing tremendously. Merwick32 said, Throwing. Love the feel of it and all the techniques behind it. 
Love how much faster you can accomplish certain forms compared to how long it would take to hand-build the same form. Omelette Tree's studio said, At least for the half of us, the throwing is the favorite part of the process. Clean up the vessel with the metal kidney rib at the end to form a clean shape is completed with a fair amount of satisfaction. So much so, the only real trimming needed after that is simply to turn out a foot at the bottom. Pathway Pottery said, simply, the creating. Martha H. from Facebook said, Working in porcelain, which is so finicky, you must work fast, concept in mind, and because of its memory, it is challenging. It's just so silky, and it's like touching your soul, but oh, so satisfying. Jim M. said, Adding coil upon coil is my favorite part of the process. Jane N. from Facebook said, Creating the vessel. That initial getting clay centered and coning and getting the initial shape. That feel of the clay in my fingers and using my arms and hands to make something. Just so satisfying. There are also plenty of responses about trimming and carving. Megaluge said, My favorite moment is when I trim or draw on a leather hard piece. It's meditative. Melumb Ceramics said, Definitely turning or trimming, especially when it's a super smooth clay body. It's addictive. Tangible Goods said, There is something so satisfying about trimming when the clay is just right. Mrs. Aaron B. 24 said, Trimming. I love to take a rough bowl and carve and trim until it's just perfect. I'm Glazed Ceramics said, Tooling, for sure. It's like cutting away all the unwanted clay of a piece and bringing out its true beauty. Betsy H. Croft said, I love trimming. It's like shaving away excess weight. Lori Landry Pottery said, Carving with the wire stylus. It is my zen. Jana Eval said, Trimming and texture. Annie Billity's Pottery said, Mixing clay on the wheel and trimming away the slip to reveal the marble design. My fave. Rachel K. from Facebook said, Turning. So you start with something half decent, but by the time you've trimmed it, in my case, this takes a while, it turns into something more beautiful. Some people also enjoy the glazing and decorating part of the process. TM Leventry said, I love glazing and adding new designs to pieces. India Gavari said, I love to paint each piece. Lori W. of Facebook said, Decorating, especially slip trailing. So luscious. Reg F., also from Facebook, said, As an amateur, I am probably not qualified to take part. Nevertheless, I love the painting part and feel that not enough potters see pottery as suitable canvas. Laura S. from Facebook said, I love applying texture to a freshly rolled slab of clay. Random patterns often reveal a beautiful surprise once a hand-built piece is cut out and assembled. And of course, there were some responses about the kiln opening. I mean, how can you not love that part? Jericho Studio Pottery said, Opening my kiln to find the glazes have outshone my hopes and expectations of what they will become. Palm Tree Pots said, When that kiln door is open and it becomes Christmas time all over again. Pineapple Pottery said, Because I'm pretty new to this, with no wheel or room to make my own glazes, it's still opening a luster fire. Close second, soon to become first, is seeing the underglaze change color into what I wanted on painting as I figure out how they act compared to paint. Very different, I've found. The Clay Rabbit said, Opening the Glaze Kiln. 
Well, most of the time. Occasionally, it's a shock. Varen Stanza said, Cuando las cosas salen del horno y nada se quebró, se siente bien eso. Which translates roughly to, when things come out of the kiln and nothing broke, it feels good. Yes, the Mud Talk podcast is now bilingual, but sorry to all of you Spanish speakers for my terrible pronunciation. And there were a few other responses that didn't fit into some of the other categories. Terraforms said, teaching slash problem solving with others. So much fun. Art by Greta Michelle said, right now my favorite part is applying TerraSig to my pots, knowing that when they get into the gas and they get the soda, they transform. Tomorrow, something else may grab me as I explore new techniques and new ways to speak through the clay. Tilted Kilnworks said, I'm a hand builder, so when I cut open a closed form and it breathes a breath, my peace comes alive. It's surreal. Stone Crop Studio said, although I'm not a big producer, I love seeing the pieces line up at the end of each procedure. I guess it's the old printmaker in me working in additions. That's my art teacher said, signing the pot. It lets my hands know they're done. I also had a few favorite responses for this episode. One was from Winking Cat, who said, I like the progression of clay work. I like the feeling of raw clay being kneaded, the zen of watching a shape take form on the wheel, the form being perfected as it's trimmed, loading the kiln and wondering what bisque will survive, choosing a specific glaze for each item as if you're dressing it up, and the great crescendo of opening the glaze kiln, and the delight of people seeing your work. I do it for the wheel. I am blessed to be part of the rest. Thanks for the great descriptions, Winking Cat. I love how you express your feelings for each part of the process. I really like how you referred to working with clay as a progression. There are so many separate little processes that go together into this one giant process to get from a ball of clay to a finished piece. Maggie T. of Facebook said, Clay invokes creative thought. When you start with a cut of clay and finish with a vessel that serves you, it is an accomplishment. Using my imagination to create is my favorite part. All else is learned thanks to all who have gone before us. Potters who stand out are those we wish we could pick their brains to see how they come up with it all. Maggie, this response made me consider my own process. Sometimes I get stuck in production mode and just want to finish pots to fill an order or refill my inventory. I forget one of the things that I love about working with clay, which is using my imagination. Even when I'm making multiples, I can imagine new glazes or change the angle of a rim slightly, or I try a slightly different texture. Or sometimes I just need a little time to explore. Little River NC Pottery said, I love to unload the glaze firing. It's all about the journey, and once it's all done, you get to look back and see where you want to go next. I love the way Little River NC Pottery thinks about unloading the kiln. Not only do you get that sense of satisfaction when all the work of this process comes together and you get something tangible, but you get to look back and see what worked and what didn't, and then do it even better the next time. And finally, Noah Kildew Ceramics said, Watching the soda hit pots that are 2400 degrees. This response is a little more specific than some of the other responses. Not everyone fires their pots to 2400 degrees. Even fewer use soda when they fire. 
But this is one reason I love pottery so much. There are so many different options for making, finishing, and firing a pot. I've only fired with soda a handful of times. But you can pretty easily tell which of my pots were fired this way. It just adds a unique twist to what I normally make. Noah Kildu's response also makes me think about a part of making pots that I feel fortunate to have experienced on a number of occasions now, which is wood firing. I'm lucky to live in an area that has at least five wood kilns within an hour of my house. And since potters are usually the most welcoming and generous group of people on the planet, I've been invited to a number of firings. In fact, during the last firing of the Notre Dame wood kiln, there were pots sent and potters visiting from all over the United States. It was really cool to meet some of these people and see their work in person. Wood firing can be an incredible community event. The process from prepping wood to loading and firing the kiln requires a huge amount of work. Many firings span multiple days. Potters work shifts around the clock to keep the kiln firing. There are often visitors as well. It is a great place to meet and get to know fellow clay lovers. And that's really just an indirect part of the process. I grew up splitting wood with my dad, so the wood prep always brings a smile to my face and a workout for my muscles. Prepping pots and loading the kiln is still a big learning process for me, but I get to learn from legendary wood firers that are living in my area, which is really awesome. The firing is also an exciting time, especially for the pyromaniacs that some potters seem to be. Processing an assortment of variables to keep the temperature rising or holding, executing the plan, and trying to keep your eyebrows and clothing from melting off is a pretty exciting time. And the heat. Sometimes I just like to think of the awesome amount of energy contained inside those kiln walls. It's like a bomb exploding in super slow motion over a few days. And of course, opening the kiln is a thrill as well. There are so many variables and so much randomness that produce a lot of surprises, both amazing and terrible, in a wood kiln. So if you've never had this chance, figure out a way to try it. Or at least visit a firing in progress sometime. I'll try to include a few photos or videos in the show notes of some of my my experiences. So as I was reading through all the responses, I started to think about what I like about certain parts of the process. I love how quickly a pot can be made on the wheel. I love the way a clay changes as it dries. There are so many things that can be done in the different states between fresh out of the bag and bone dry. I love the sense of accomplishment when I fill every space of a bisque load. It's like kiln Tetris. I love the anticipation when I'm glazing pots and thinking about how they will change in the kiln. I love when my garage is cold, but I get to unload pots that are still a little bit warm. I love taking and editing photographs to make the pots look their best. I love getting feedback on social media when I post new work. I love the validation I feel when someone hands me their hard-earned cash for something I've created. And I love taking part in this whole process and being part of an amazing community that has really been making pots for thousands of years. While I was getting this podcast ready to record, it inspired a new shirt design. If you didn't already know, I have a small but growing collection of pottery-related shirts that I've designed. It's just another fun thing that I like to do. You can order them online and they can be shipped almost anywhere in the world. To see my latest design, which is related to the topic of this episode, you can go to potterymakinginfo.com shop. I'm working on making it possible to order 
these shirts from a couple different places online, including Amazon and my Etsy shop. I'll put links in the show notes at expertclay.com if you are interested. I also started to come up with more questions while thinking about some of these great responses. For example, what does your favorite part say about you or your personality? Has your favorite part changed? Does it depend on the form? What is your least favorite part of the process and why? Is there something you could change about your least favorite part of the process to make it more enjoyable? I'm not going to try and answer these questions now, but perhaps you will find them on future Mud Talk Mondays. Or even better, you can share your answer with the rest of us now. Remember, you can share a written or verbal response at expertclay.com mtp. Thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. In the next episode, we'll hear about what you are most proud of as a potter. Until then, stay muddy.